everyone. Welcome to the Union Makers podcast. Today I'm interviewing Allison Schmitz, owner of Veil and Vine Coordination, Veil and Vine Photography, Studio VNV, and now the co-founder of Union Makers. Allison also happens to have a master's in clinical mental health counseling. She's a mom and a wife, and she happens to be my friend. And I'm so excited to talk with her today. How are you? I'm so good. How are you doing, Betty? I'm good. I'm excited that we're recording our yes. first podcast. Very fun. It's so fun. Um, so the way that our podcast is going to work yep. is we're just gonna we're just gonna have a conversation. We're gonna talk about how you got here, who you are, what you're passionate about, yep. and just like where where your, all your businesses are going. So this will kind of be a little bit of a look into what it will look like with other people going forward, but we'll do it with us first. Yeah, yeah. So Allison, tell us about all the things that you do. Oh man. Um, <laughs> so I started with Veil and Vine Coordination. Mm-hmm. So basically we are wedding coordinators, but all we do is wedding coordination from that 60-day mark. So we don't do any full planning. We just do the wedding day coordination some people will call it day of month of that's basically what we do um i also started a photography business not long after that and then about a year later um we opened studio v and v which is a like small event space kind of creative space in addison circle um for rent but for other people and so and obviously i use it too um but yeah and that and that's kind of all the things um yeah okay. that's awesome okay. that's awesome <laughs> so you're also a mom and a wife yes yes i am so i just had my son in, on september 1st of 2022 um so he's the a little nugget. Um, yeah. I love him so much. I uh, um, married my husband Robert in August of 2017. So started all the wedding businesses at the very end of 2018. Um, and so kind of. <laughs> A typical story. I planned my wedding and then had so much fun and never wanted it to end, which I felt like was a really weird um, way to respond to wedding planning. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of why I started the coordination business and everything. But So that's how you got started. Yeah, there's a little bit more to that. So how did you it. go from being a bride, planning her own wedding, to having all of the lines of business that you have now? Yeah, so it's a little bit of a clunky story, but basically I graduated from Baylor in 2017, um, knew I wanted to be a therapist. And so I started my degree um, in clinical mental health counseling. Um, but honestly, there's just like not a lot of money in being a master's student. And so, you know, my husband and I had a lot of conversations about how I could bring in some extra income. And so having planned my own wedding and, and really enjoying that, I also, um, I guess this is a little bit of the story, is um, my dad's side of the family owns a tuxedo rental business. They actually just closed it down and just retired. Um, and then my grandmother and my aunt on that side of the family owned a like bridal salon um, over there. And then my mom was a wedding photographer for a little bit. And so I have like kind of weddings in my blood, but yeah. I never really acknowledged it. Um, <laughs> just because I don't know. I don't know why. I never even really thought about it going to college or anything. I just knew that was kind of my background and I knew a lot about weddings. But um, when I planned my own wedding, I kind of surprised myself by how much I kind of already knew and, um, you know, was really able to, you know, (laughs) I I mean, as a vendor me, I'm kind of laughing at myself because I cut a lot of corners and got a lot of discounts, which as a vendor now, I'm like, that was rude. Um, (laughs) 
today on growth. <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> um, but basically, um, you know, I started just doing some wedding coordinating on the side, just truly to make some extra cash. And then photography was basically like, I didn't even really call myself a photographer. I just was just making some extra money on the side doing like family portraits and stuff. Mm -hmm. I actually told Robert and uh, my husband, Robert will tell you, like I said, I will never shoot weddings. Um, that was like a, like a, something I stood on for a little bit. And so, um, it was truly like my Instagram was even like combined coordination photography for a while. Like, because I was just, it was just so side hustle that, I just did not take it seriously. It was truly like I'm getting my um, counseling license and this is just going to help us pay our bills. And so, um, you know, to make a long story short, (laughs) somewhat, um, (laughs) you know, I basically did the whole degree, just kind of kept chugging along, but really fell in love with weddings along the way. And clients kept hiring me and honestly it just became this full-time thing and I loved it so much but truly like I also loved therapy so there's this tension um and so I graduated with the master's um and I accidentally just created a full-time job for myself (laughs) and so I had to at a certain point um make a decision of what I was gonna do and I knew I wanted to start a family too so there was a lot of that of okay I can't be a therapist coordinator photographer mom um you know like I can't wife friend uh, daughter daughter, like I cannot survive um it's like and then like the you know the three Enneagram three wing in me you know it was just you know like I can do all the things but then I realized that's just not a life I want to live um like really I mean I already do enough you know putting being a therapist on top of that is probably not gonna work so so what what changed how did you go from like okay Like, or was there a pivotal moment where you went from this is a means to an end to this is what I'm dedicating? Yeah. Pretty much your. I would argue, like, from like the end of 2018 to even like August of like 2020. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, it was like truly like it was like. The wedding stuff, quote unquote, is what I would call it. The wedding stuff. You know, like it was just kind of like boxed in my head that way until yeah, August of 2020, we went on a, um, I was like, I'm hoping I'm getting that date right. Not when y'all went on vacation. Yeah. Like to, we went to Cabo. Um, and so it was like an anniversary. It was four year anniversary. So it was last 2021. I was like, I I did not fly to Mexico in the peak of COVID. I was like sitting Anyway, well, I remember you going yeah. to Mexico yeah. right after we yeah. met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it was jealous. definitely 2021. Yeah. Okay. So it was even longer, like eight, 2018 to 2021, um, we went to Cabo on our four-year anniversary trip. Um, we were having these discussions. And, like, Robert was, like, so relaxed on this trip. And I remember being, like almost like bitter about it because I like could not relax like I had just I had just graduated with my master's in May like I just was doing all these things like I was working on my hours in therapy like coordinating weddings doing photography um I was like we had just opened the studio mm-hmm. um in in June of that year and so I had like 15 million jobs and so I like could not relax and so I found myself like if I can't relax at set like during seven days on a beach vacation in literal like Cabo Mexico like (laughs) like I have a problem like this Mm -hmm. was an issue like I need to figure out like what I'm gonna do with my life you know and like 
it's such a first world problem of like I have so many passions you know like in so many ways I can be successful so many dreams yeah you know so many versions of myself I love I know and so I I love it it felt like I almost had to like break up with parts of myself yeah so um you know and like I wanted to do all the things and I just knew I couldn't um and yeah, it was it was so wild because I came back, I quit the private practice that I was working at, which was incredibly hard because I loved it so much. I was mm-hmm. working with um like teens that I loved so much and so um yeah, and so that kind of was the turning point and um you know, and I got pregnant with my son that December. Yeah. I was like I was like that's yeah, that's right. I was like mm-hmm. that's so crazy. So um you know, it was just all very crazy, but it's just been incredible since then. I've loved every second of it truly. Um and like now I have my team on my coordination team and everything and like yeah. been working with you more and so so much. But yeah. so fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We love to like reflect and look yeah, back and see crazy. where we've come from. So now that you've been doing weddings for a while, what's your favorite part of what you get to do on a wedding day? Oh my gosh. There's so many things. And people ask me the question a lot of just like photography, like photographing weddings and then coordinating weddings, like which one I like more. And there's just so much in both of them that I love so much. Um, and so, you know, maybe I'll talk about that one day. Um, but, you know, for the simplicity of this question, I feel like where I feel like the most joy during a wedding day is when I am the coordinator. Um, and I really do get to know that bride so well before. And I get to like hold her dress like before she walks down the aisle. And then like I fluff it before she walks down the aisle and I kind of get to see her off. And it's such an intimate moment that I feel like I get to be a part of for someone that I like feel like I just met Mm -hmm. Um, and so it feels just like this time where I get to be a part of their life in such a personal time like with their dad or father figure or whoever's walking down them down the aisle if they are um you know I'm I'm also there you know and so it just feels so special and um you know they look me in the eyes before they walk down to get married you know and it's yeah. it's something that like you know you can't pay for you know it's just you know it's it's just such yeah. a cool experience and it's i don't think it's kind of intoxicating mm-hmm. the like intimacy because there's also not there's it's just joy yeah and yeah. being in somebody's pure joy i think is very contagious yeah for very much and so that's what i i feel like that's what i do for a living is just like crash a party yeah (laughs) and get to crash people's like really intimate life moments and I don't know maybe it's the therapist in me that's just like I love this so much love love (laughs) so yeah it's kind of crazy but I love it I love it so much yeah so I think it's really easy to look at wedding days kind of with like rose-colored glasses and be like wow this is somebody else's picture perfect day that you get to be a part of and that is like I think a weight that I at least for myself pray that I never get tired of carrying Mm -hmm. because it's truly an honor but I also think that there are challenging aspects of working in the wedding industry um we were just joking around with Allison's husband Robert that like we run mini marathons every weekend yeah um so tell me about like how you've overcome some of the challenges or the challenges that you've like based in growing your business yeah oh my goodness um well (laughs) yeah it's such a good question because there's just probably no end to just being self-employed and the challenges that come with that and um just having kind of multiple spaces and hats that I've worn over the past couple years and 
I mean, I, I would argue that I'm still facing these challenges and still growing in these areas of just like boundary setting and how I communicate and um, things like that. And I have had like a great amount of, I'm just super thankful for the couples that I've been able to work with. I really mm-hmm. feel like since the beginning, I mean, I don't even know if I could count on one hand of like, or just like, I don't, I just haven't had couples that I haven't just loved, like maybe yeah. one or two here and there. Um, but I've really lucked out on like the couples that have hired me. Yeah. And so I wouldn't say that my challenges are necessarily like, oh my gosh, she was horrible to deal with. You know, yeah. it's been more like feeling like I'm not on the clock from all 24 seven, Yeah, <laughs> you know, with all of the things and, um, you know, just trying to navigate that of, I know we were just talking about this, like feeling like a machine instead yeah. of an actual person. Yeah. Um, and so that's been mainly what I've had to navigate of just like in a, such a service oriented business, like how you just structure your time and how you structure your mental capacity and mm-hmm. just, you know, I mean, cause you could drive yourself crazy with this. Yeah. Um, you know, I would argue it's cause I love it so much that I haven't driven myself crazy with this because it's hard I mean there are definitely moments you know and I think that's part of union makers is that we can kind of sit with each other in the times where it does get extremely hard we don't get good reviews 100% of the time it is impossible and inevitable after a while because it's subjective yes absolutely absolutely and so it's it's you know, one of the things that's been getting me through a lot of these times, um, and like, I'm just a perfectionist at heart, I, as much as I don't want to admit it, um, but just failing forward, as cheesy as that may sound, you know, yeah. just like, I'm not going to succeed every single time. Right. Um, and so a challenge for me is like not succeeding every mm-hmm. single time, whatever that bar is for me. Um, and just when, you know, something doesn't go 100% how I expected, um, you know, learning in overcoming the challenge of just brushing my shoulders off and moving forward and yeah. knowing that like I don't have to sit in my pit of despair after something goes wrong you right. know or like yeah. you know even whatever how bad it was quote yeah. unquote you know like just that that I can move forward and still be a business owner and still be a good business owner yeah um even if things don't go 100% according to plan yeah no, I love that. And they never do. <laughs> yeah, no, never. Like, Absolutely you can not. be as prepared as you want with all yeah. of the timelines and lists of people's names and oh, vendor yeah. coordination. And yeah. when you're working with people, there's just yeah. so much room for error. We're in a people business and it's just crazy, you know? And so <laughs> imagine, like, your job being to make sure everything goes well. So when something doesn't go well, right. talking about kind of the coordination sector of it, um, like, that is you, like, not doing your job, you right. know, but you're also dealing with people. I mean, you know, blamed for the wind, you know, a sign yeah. fell over or whatever. That's my fault. You know, like, it's yeah. just, you know, that stuff happens and you you have to figure out how to move forward with that. From that, yeah. Yeah. So, I think that you talked a lot about, like, finding moments, like, to move forward. Mm-hmm. And I think Union Makers is a lot about, like, finding those moments and people that can, like, cheer you on to Absolutely. move forward. So. What does union makers mean to you? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't know if I 
could really do this without the people that are around me, without you, you know, like without <laughs> you included. Um, just the vendors and the people that are in this world. I remember talking to a florist at a conference last year of just like, we just exist and work in just a different world. Yeah. And so Union Makers to me is a place where we can all come together in, I feel like, an industry that, yes, there are networking groups, there are things that exist that bring people together, but I think we did see some gap in that where I felt like I just maybe didn't feel like I fit into those spaces or something like that. Um, and so, um, like, I don't know, I'm just excited and looking forward to having time to come together and meet new people because I feel like when we surround ourselves with people who are also going through what we're going through mm -hmm. and working in the space that we're going that we're in you know that is just incredibly meaningful and incredibly motivating and I learned so much from the people that I'm around that are also in the industry right um, I worked under a planner for just a little bit even after I started I, I coordinated some weddings under her and I attribute so much of like the structure that I have and the boundaries that I draw in coordination to her. Um, and like, she's not going to do everything. That, that's what I love about the wedding industry is not everyone does everything the same. Like mm -hmm. me to another coordinator, we're going to run our businesses completely different, but I have something to learn from her. Yeah. Um, and so in photography as well, oh my gosh, like how much right. could I learn from other photographers? And yeah. I know in like, I don't know if this is probably your experience too, but photographer to photographer can get kind of, you know, a little catty. You know, I'll try to be careful with like how I say it, but there's a lot of competition in the photography, yeah. the creative space. And so I think photography coordination, mm -hmm. you know, you share the, your space on Instagram is so different, right? So You're different. sharing separate weddings, separate weddings, totally. you know, with completely different vibes yeah, yeah. that attract different completely style. different Totally. clientele's you know aesthetic and then a photographer they're kind of after one aesthetic that attract kind of those repeat customers to some extent yes but you can really it's very objective on right. their instagram or on their like yeah. um websites the look that they're after yes and so even in I, i've walked in like parks or like with the family or like i go to arbor hills and there's yeah. like 20 photographers around me and like there's almost like this side eye that happens yes. of like I don't, I don't know if it's, like, what gear are you using yeah. or, like, what posing are you yeah. putting them in. You're but... only wearing, carrying one camera instead of two. Right. Like, why can't we have a Jeep wave? You right. know, like, co-owners of Jeeps are like, right. oh, you have a Jeep, too? That's great. Instead, it's like... Oh, my gosh, you're another photographer. That's so exciting. You yeah. know, and I find myself, like, not wanting to mention that I'm a photographer when I'm a coordinator. Yeah. Like, in fear of, like judging like what I do I don't know like and so like I just I want to break that oh, but you're such a talented photographer oh you goodness. need to lean into it well thank you <laughs> so why do you think it's important to have meaningful relationships with other people in the industry yeah I mean I think I kind of touched on it in the sense that just like it's what's gonna keep you alive yeah. um you know I really don't think don't and it think can I be could, yeah. I think as simple as that yeah I don't think I could keep doing what I'm doing without people who are also doing what I'm doing around me yeah. and so you know my my hope for union makers would be that other vendors get to experience that mm -hmm. I think self-employment especially I mean even even if you have a team I think self-employment in any sense if you have like this is your full-time job or not doing this on your like it can feel very lonely yeah and so I think having other vendors around you um you know kind of combats that loneliness a little bit yeah, yeah I completely agree 
So based on what you know now, what would you tell yourself when you were first starting? Because you've come a long way and (sighs) I think your businesses have all grown. Mm -hmm. And I think from the outsider looking in, I could easily see where it's like, wow, like she's tried so many different things and they've all been successful. Oh, well. (laughs) Yeah, I I think it's partially, I mean, I don't know if I would do anything differently. Like Mm -hmm. I think the journey that I've been on... um, you know, has been so meaningful in the way that it's grown. Part of me feels this almost like, oh, I wish I would have, you know, started and gone full-time earlier and then I would have been, like, you know, seen more growth or whatever. Like, especially, like, you know, honestly, all of them, I feel like I took them at such a pace that was so slow. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I mean, I would encourage, you know, if obviously there's privilege in going slow with these businesses. um, Mm -hmm. But if you do have that privilege to take it slow, I would say that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um. I think I've seen the growth I have because it's been over, you know, four to five years, you know? And so, I mean, even to get where I am, like there are coordinators that I know and love that have started a year ago and are where I am, Mm -hmm. you know? And so there's obviously like almost jealousy in that. Almost, you know, I tried, I try not to feel that way, but I'm just like, oh, like if I would have gone at the pace that they did, like look where I could have been, you know? And so I think, you know, as much as maybe there are people out there looking at like maybe what I do and saying like, wow, like everything she's done is so successful. I've taken a lot of time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I did not just pop up overnight. Like this is, I mean, obviously not like 20 years or anything. I'm only like 28, but you know, (laughs) um, I, I feel like I've taken a really, really long time and grown things very slowly and have had the privilege to grow them very slowly because one, I'm married and so we have the dual income and things like that. Um, and so there's a lot of things behind the scenes that I think I remember, you know, we sent, we sent a questionnaire to our launch team and, um, one of we, we kind of asked, like, what do you feel like the industry needs? And someone said transparency. And I thought that was so interesting mm-hmm. um, because I think that there is this, you know, oh, my gosh, how is she doing that? How did she get, you know, blankety blank followers or, you know, whatever? Yeah. Like, how does she book that many weddings? <laughs> whatever, like, or, what you know, whatever that means. Um, and so, yeah, I just want to be transparent in the, in the fact that, you know, it's... Again, I've taken a lot of time to get here, you know, and like a lot of help, a lot of financial help, you know, a lot of, um, you know, time that I've had that a lot of people don't. And yeah, yeah, I don't even know if that answered the question. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um, So you've talked a lot about like a wedding day being this big thing that it takes a lot of energy. It's multifaceted, all of the different things. So how do you recharge after either like just a regular work day ends or even after like specifically a wedding day ends. Yeah. I own a back massager. Um, <laughs> that massages my back for me. Um, my husband always gives me a foot rub. I, honestly, Aww. that hasn't been as consistent lately. I'll have to talk to him about that. <laughs> um, but most of the time, and it has a, more, the more I've gotten into it, your body kind of gets used to it a little bit. It hasn't been as yeah. bad. Um, but I typically come home and like make myself a pot of mac and cheese, um, (laughs) gluten-free mac and cheese. Yes. I have celiac disease, fun fact. Um, and, um, you know, during the, just the week, I mean, I try to just take time to not be on my phone, not be on a screen. I really try to wake up and have like the first hour of my morning, like not looking at Mm -hmm. like a screen. I find that to be really restful. Um, 
reading fiction novels, escaping the world. What are you reading like right that. now? Uh, Magnolia Parks. Okay. It's a novel. I'm like three chapters in, so don't Perfect. ask me about it. Okay, uh, I will. But, but it's a, you know, a recommendation from a friend, so. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So what else? Is there anything else that you like want to share or you want to see or... You know, if I'm a fellow fellow vendor and I look on the list of vendors that are doing a wedding with me that day and I yeah. see veil and vine coordination or veil and vine photography, what is one thing that you would want those vendors to know about you? Oh my goodness. That is... <laughs> a surprise question. That is a surprise question. Hold on. I didn't prep for this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, that's so interesting. Um... I think there's something about just everything that I do right now and kind of like what you were saying earlier, I hope that I don't lose this Mm -hmm. of just like that gravity of like how much I care about, you know, what I'm doing. Um, I have, you know, and I kind of mentioned this in, in like my favorite moment of the wedding day, but I truly have received so much, um, I've just, I've experienced so much joy, like making that connection with the couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only worked with brides, so I'm going to say bride. <laughs> yeah. I just haven't had. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, the connection that I make with those brides um, is everything to me. And yeah. that's who I'm going to advocate for at the end of the day. And I, you know, I find myself when I'm training my other coordinators of like, your client is the bride, you know, like, let's yeah. not, you know, I mean, as much, <laughs> you know, cause you're not going to make friends with every vendor at, on the wedding day. Yeah. And like, I, I really do try. I really do try to like, it takes, I always say to my coordinators, it takes zero dollars to be a kind, you know, um, person on a wedding day and introduce so yourself and be nice. Like, it's just, yeah. you know, I'm amazed at how often, like, you know, that doesn't happen, but I really do try to, um, you know, step in and be of service to the vendors at that wedding day too. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like I'm going to advocate for that bride and that bride is who I'm serving that day. And mm-hmm. so, um, I hope that we can all work together to do that as well. And yeah. so, um, I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much of for course, joining, you know, course. you know, joining your own podcast, know, being interviewed on a, a, in, in this space. Yes. Um, I think it's, you know, I'm so honored to do this with you oh, and I'm, I'm just so excited to see the way yeah. that the podcast grows. So yes. thank you everyone yes. for listening. This is, I wanted uh, to ask you the same questions, but I know we're going to do that. I yeah. Like, I'm not episode, <laughs> well, we're, I'm, we're going inter- to, Allison's going to interview me. Yeah. Um, and so please come back. Listen, yeah. listen for more. <laughs> please come back. Yeah. So oh this is the union makers podcast and we'll see you next time. Bye.